0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Kevin Lovegreen. Kevin is an author who writes early chapter books about the outdoors. I've read two of his Lucky Luke books, and they are an awesome choice for any kid who loves to be outdoors camping and fishing. Click the link in the show notes and use promo code Stories for a great discount. Now on to some shout-outs. Seven-year-old CJ from Toronto is a big fan. I think if you were a character in the Valley, you'd be a professor at the Academy who specializes in shape-shifting spells. Thanks for listening, CJ. Nina and Miles create lots of artwork based on the episodes. I think if you two were characters in the Valley, you'd be forest wizards who can turn invisible whenever you're in a forest. Thanks for listening, Nina and Miles. Alexander Valdez shared a great idea for one of the episodes and I loved it. Thanks for that, Alexander. I think if you were a character in the valley, you'd be a cave crasher of the Gemrock Mines, just like Tim and Ray. Thanks for listening, Alexander. Today's episode is titled The Island of the Seed Part 5, and I hope you like it. The heroes all sailed back to the valley, with the huge treasure chest and Richardson Jom, they all barely fit on the boat. But at least Richardson didn't smell bad anymore. The group walked from Beechwood Beach, where they docked their boat, to the academy. Before going inside, they stopped at Hamish's outdoor laboratory. Richardson set the chest on the ground and sat down nearby to catch his breath. Ah, a minotaur! That's new, said Hamish. And what have you brought me here? Hamish began to pick through the contents of the treasure chest. We found it there at the white spider's old lair, said Addison. It actually set off a trap, but luckily we were able to make it out. Always check for traps, little one. Always check for traps, said Hamish. He was using his long dragon claws to move the loot all around. He began to place different things on the tables of his outdoor laboratory. His eyes went wide at some of the things he was finding in the chest. Oh, my. No wonder this chest was a trap. It's full of amazing goodies. I'll log everything I find and let you know what it all is later. The kids led Richardson into the academy and found Professor Pilsen. Good work, children, Pilsen said. I see you've located the mysterious stone minotaur. I'm Professor Pilsen. It's nice to meet you. I'm Richardson. Nice to meet you, too. Richardson, it's important that we make haste and address this White Spider Clan issue as soon as possible, began Pilsen. What do you remember of your Makers? Well, nothing, said Richardson. I keep trying to remember. I was thinking on the entire boat ride over here, but... I see, said Pilsen. Memories can be a tricky thing, but I know someone who can help. Old Witch Tubes will meet you out in front of the Academy shortly. Go with her and do what she says. Find me when you are done. Richardson nodded in understanding and Pilsen walked away. That man talks like a sad robot, said Richardson. That's what I said, Unica commented. Yeah, Pilsen is a man of few words, said Addison. But he's a good guy. We'll meet up with you when you and Tubes are finished. Richardson sat on the steps of the academy and waited for Old Witch Tubes. A while later he noticed an old woman walking right up to him. You must be Richardson the Minotaur, said Old Witch Tubes. I'm Old Witch Tubes. We're going to take a walk and try to find those memories of yours. Tubes and Richardson chatted while they walked away from the academy. Tubes took him to a small hill covered in grass surrounded by forest. It was a beautiful day. The sounds of the forest floated in the air. The sun shone down through the scattered clouds. "'Sit down here, Richardson,' said Tubes, taking a seat herself. Richardson seemed confused. He looked at the forest around him and squinted. "'We're going to meditate, Richardson, so you can clear your mind,' said Old Witch-Tubes. "'I want you to close your eyes.' "'If I close my eyes, then I won't be able to see the enemy approach.' said Richardson. There is no enemy here, Richardson, just you and me. Now close your eyes. Richardson did as he was instructed. He closed his eyes. Now breathe deep. I am breathing. Of course you are, said Tubes, but I want you to breathe like me. Intentional measured breaths. Deep breaths. Richardson matched Tubes is breathing. Now, visualize your breath. Give it color. Imagine your breath is red or black or pink and see your breath go in and out of your mouth. I thought I was supposed to have my eyes closed. You don't literally see your breath. You imagine it in your mind, Richardson. Visualize your breath in your mind each time you breathe in and out. Richardson took deep breaths And whenever he exhaled, he imagined bright red smoke swooshing out of his mouth and swirling in the air. Then, when he inhaled, he imagined the bright red smoke all being sucked right back into his mouth. He breathed and breathed, and soon his muscles were relaxed, and his body slumped over as he sat on the hill. Now lay down on your back, said Tubes. Richardson lay down, his chest heaved up high with each breath. Keep breathing, eyes closed. Now, clench your fists tight and feel your fingers. Feel the muscles in your arms tighten. Now, slowly release your fists. Feel how the muscles soften as you do. Now, tighten the muscles of your legs. Feel the muscles squeeze and harden. Now, slowly release those muscles and feel how they soften. Tubes continued, reminding Richardson to breathe and guiding him into relaxation. Now, visualize the evil sorcerers you fought just the other day. Visualize them in their robes, said Tubes. Think back to your earliest vision of the evil sorcerers. Tell me what you see. Richardson now completely relaxed and able to access all of his memories, began to explain what he saw in his mind. There is fire all around. No, not fire. Lava. I- I'm standing in lava, and one of the sorcerers is is waving me forward. I, I walk toward him, and the lava slides off my body. It, it doesn't hurt me. I think... I think I'm stepping out of a pool of lava. I, I, I go to the sorcerers. They're standing all around. And I go to the one who, who looks like the leader. And he, he's holding a book. An, an awful book. There's a black cloud around the book and the leader is reading from it. And, and as he's reading, the black cloud swirls all around me. Good, Richardson, that's good. Let's keep remembering, said Tubes. Tell me your memories of the first time you left this place with the lava. Richardson saw his memories unfold in his mind like a movie. I remember a long dark hallway like a a, a cave tunnel. And I I see the sunlight. We, We come out of the darkness and onto a small island. Very small. The sun is so bright, and I look around, and there's nothing. No trees, no birds, no grass, just a small rock island with a volcano on it, and, and we get into a boat, and, and, and that's all. I'm so tired. So, so tired. Richardson, lying there in the grass on the serene hillside, fell into a deep sleep. Tubes left him to rest, and returned to the academy to share her findings with Pilson. "'Was your meditation successful?' asked Pilson. "'It was. His memories are intact, but it takes him great effort to retrieve them,' began Tubes. "'It seems as though Richardson was raised from a lava pool inside of a volcano. "'The sorcerers used a book of great power to create him. In fact,' Whatever those evil wizards are doing wouldn't be possible without the book. I see. Did you get any clues about the location of the White Spider tribe? I think I know where it is, said Tubes. Richardson explained it as a small island and entirely barren. No plant life, nothing. Just the volcano. Pilson knew exactly what Tubes was talking about. The rock, he said. Yes, the rock, she repeated. The rock was a place that Tubes and Pilsen knew about. It was just as Richardson described it. A small, barren island with no plants or animals, just a little volcano. So, to travelers, it just looks like a rock sitting above the waterline in the middle of the ocean. The book is too powerful, said Tubes. If we don't get after it, it'll find its way here to the valley, and by then they may have turned half the world into stone. Pilsen knew this to be true. There was nothing to be gained from letting the white spiders continue to build their collection of powerful magical items. They needed to address this issue right away. Gather what forces we have available, said Pilsen. We will meet at Hamish's outdoor laboratory and prepare ourselves. This will be a dangerous journey. Tubes nodded her head and left to begin gathering whoever she could find. Hours later, a crowd was gathered behind the academy near Hamish's outdoor laboratory. Tubes was talking with Hamish. Lucy and Holly were standing around. The Grey Dragon and Max were there. Richardson moseyed up to Bob, Unica, and Addison, who were also standing nearby. Richardson yawned, and Addison asked, Where have you been? I took a very restful nap on the ground, said Richardson. Before Addison could ask more about Richardson's nap, Tubes got everyone's attention. All right, everyone, listen up, said Tubes. Most of you know the situation by now. We know where the white spider's hideout is. I've arranged a group to seek out their wizard tribe and destroy the source of their power. Right now, we're going to prepare for departure. Hamish discovered many useful things in the treasure that Holly, Lucy, and the others brought back. We will outfit ourselves with these items and leave tomorrow. The large group of people milled about now, checking out the new treasures, asking Tubes about their assignments, and discussing the upcoming mission. Tubes? Do do you know where we're going? Richardson asked the old witch. He was surprised that she was able to extract anything useful from his memories. He didn't remember much from their meditation session. Richardson, I believe, based on your memories, that you were created by the evil wizards using dark magic and raised from a pool of lava, said Tubes matter-of-factly. This volcano is on a barren island known as the Rock. That's where we'll be going. Raised from a pool of lava by evil wizards, said Bob. How are you not evil? Richardson would normally be a little angry at Bob for this question but he was also genuinely curious. He turned to Tubes. "Um, am Am I really evil? If you were evil, I would destroy you, said Tubes. If you ever think you might be evil, just ask yourself, has Tubes destroyed me? And if the answer is no, then you know you're not evil. Tubes turned away and gave her attention to the many other things she needed to do in order to prepare for their departure. Come on, let's go check out all the cool stuff over at Hamish's lab said Unica. The four of them began to prepare for the greatest adventure of their lives. The end. In our next episode, we will be describing some of the things they brought back in the treasure chest. What is special about these items is that our Patreon subscribers are coming up with ideas, and I'm using those ideas in the episode. So thank you to all the patrons who've suggested cool, magical things so far. I think it's awesome you all get to be a part of the stories. The website is KidStoriespodcast.com. Send all your cool drawings and questions to kidsstoriespodcast at gmail.com and check out the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash kidsstoriespodcast. Adios!